Hello, hello, and welcome to Prosecco and the Ponderings of a Politicized Penis. I am Dante, and I am infused that you're here to join us again for our next episode. It's great to have you back, and um, I am thrilled to be here again, surprisingly, not so surprisingly, with the wonderful Percy, who is the silky nutmeg ganache to my Alyssa. And this time I really wanted to say something nice, you dirty whore. Hello everyone, I'm Percy and I am here with the, I can't even think of some. Here is my spontaneous friend Percy. You you called me silky nutmeg and nash. You broke me, you dirty whore. Okay, so I need more alcohol for that. I'm glad we have Prosecco. Audience question. What do you think is worse? Liking silky nutmeg ganache or having sex with someone who likes silky nutmeg ganache? Because you know he's thinking of you as silky nutmeg ganache. I'm not drinking Prosecco. I'm sorry. Yeah, today it's not Prosecco. I am drinking a gin and tonic um, with delicious gin. We're looking for sponsors. Any gin makers out there, I'll sponsor you. Um, But I pimped mine a little bit um, with pomegranate seeds in it. And um, it's okay. (laughs) I I, I thought it would be better (laughs) than it was. It, It sounds good. It sounds good. But to be fair, I'm not drinking Prosecco either, so I can't say anything. I'm drinking red wine. Ooh, what wine are you drinking? I'm drinking a Primitivo, and I had to to drink it after I read, like, the description, as it's quite uh, sexual. Ooh, share. It has an intense aroma, fruity sense of ripe plums. Ooh, fruity like sense of ripe plum. plums. I like it. I like it. And and cherry jam. Mm-hmm. Whatever that's supposed to mean. Cherry jam. I, you're, the, a... you're the bisexual, so I think you've had more experience with the cherry jam than I have. Probably. Um, it has a great structure. Ooh. It's soft and full of ripe tannins. Ooh, it'll be full of my ripe tannins. Full of my ripe tannins by the time I'm done with it. Hello. I like the good structure. The soft. I'm not so not so sure about, but soft on the inside. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Excellent. Well, enjoy your primitivo. I will. Mystery minute time, bitches. Woo-hoo! Okay. So today Percy is in the mystery minute chair. Sit down in the mystery mm-hmm. minute chair. I am. He is sat. <laughs> if you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? Go! Uh, uh, it would be n- not flying. Granting. Not, not flying, as I'm afraid of heights. It would be, ooh, invisibility. Ooh, that's kind of creepy, though. It's creepy, but also practical. Um... Or controlling the weather. I would like to control the weather. Or be as quick as the Flash. Why are you laughing? Have you never seen X-Men? I had such a massive crush on Storm. I love her. Now I'm thinking of Storm. Now I'm distracted again. But the thing is, of all the super 
powers. Changing the weather doesn't seem like... I mean, I get it. Although I also was asked this question once on TV. Well, when I say TV, it was like a student project at a, a Camden lock market. And they came over and asked my friend and I what our superpower would be. And I literally said speed reading. <laughs> like that I wanted to be able to read really quickly because I was so stressed out with exams. I, I you little reading. nerd. I know you little so nerd. Uh, I wish uh, I said stop time. Stopping time, I think, is pretty Stopping cool. time is pretty cool. Or, you know, like, what, moving like the Flash. I like the Flash. That's one way. But stopping time means you can do other shit. You can get your washing done and not lose any time. Also, though, I do feel that I've found out a solution for that. I just call you and have a chat, and it feels like time stopped. <laughs> Thank you so much. First, first you call me Silky Nut McGonard, and now this. Ah, I need a better co-host. No, you don't. I'm wonderful. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, and people who don't define along these random binary categories, <clears throat> we are going to come to our topic, which is not surprising. We have teasered it previously when we talked about the topic of no fats. Now, there is the triumvirate of insulting... Uh, exclusionaries on Grindr, and I guess other platforms too, uh, that says no fats, no femmes, no Asians. And so today we're going to be talking about no femmes. Percy. Yes. Femme? Fan of femmes? Uh, first of all... Fan of femmes? Fan of femmes. Um, first of all, it's... You can't, you can't just do that. It's so... So, as the no fats and the no Asians, I mean, let get that out of the way first it's just so discriminating you just can't write that it's such pure assholery yes um, we are in agreement <laughs> we're in agreement uh, that had to be said um no fans well it's define fans it's such a fluid thing anyway I mean, you're fan sometimes and sometimes you're not as much. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> let's put it this way. I, do, I mean, people have types, right? And we talked about this when we were talking about fat people. Yeah. Like, you, you like them or you don't. And I guess we'll probably, when we get to the episode on Asians, we may also say this again. But like, if you like a, like a really manly man, like Butch, like... <sighs> Um, I don't know, that was probably not a great impression. Um, maybe, was I like being a, like an electric saw? Is that what they're called? No, they're called chainsaws. Never mind. Really underlining a point here. Um, my point was, and that's okay, but it's not really cool to sort of just say no fans. But what I think is interesting is, I, I get, I mean, some people write about themselves in their profiles like, uh, I'm a femme, or I'm like really effeminate. Um, but I think most people who are effeminate wouldn't necessarily identify as effeminate. Just like exactly. most people who are fat don't necessarily identify as fat. Um, most people who are Asian possibly identify as Asian. But, <laughs> but of the three, I think that's probably also the most problematic. But we'll get to that another episode. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't... I, I'm not super attracted to people who are overly effeminate. Um... But it's such a scale. 
I mean, it is. like you said, some people have like moments of being more effeminate. And I mean, let's be real. I don't think that people like think of me as particularly effeminate when they meet me, but I definitely have my effeminate moments. You're like, not a okay. seven out of 10, if you would put a scale on it. Okay. Uh, what am I? A six out of 10. What? Hang on, what's the scale? Z what? Zero is super effeminate or is super manly? Other way around, super, super butch. <laughs> 10 is. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm not that in, effeminate. No, in moments. I know it's not a bad thing, that's what we're saying, but. <laughs> you, you jump from a, from a four to a six every five minutes and back. Depending also if you're drinking or not, you're a bit more towards the seven when you're drunk. <laughs> Yeah, this is true. This is true. Sadly, when I get into drag, I go back down to a five. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is uh, true, dear listeners. That is very it's true. It's not. I'm beautiful <laughs> when I'm in drag, which I never do, or very seldom um, do. Yes. So what you say within the queer community, discriminating people that would be themselves as femme or that would appear as femme is internalized homophobia? Ooh, lovely question. Um, no, I don't think so. Like, I think I, 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 for some people that's maybe the case. Um, and there is definitely this whole, I, I mean, I, I, I feel it myself sometimes as well, right? Like you see someone who's like super camp, super effeminate, and they're like, and you could tell they're brushing someone the wrong way and just like stop being so camp like this is this is like doing a disservice to the gay cause like we're not all like that but then i catch myself and i think like no this person's just like that like it, it it doesn't matter and that's fine but i do catch myself so there is some sort of internalization of these like homophobic norms yeah but i think it comes much more down to the fact that with smartphones and these dating apps there's just like sheer a vast <laughs> world of possibilities infinity there's a sheer infinitesimal uh, amount of people out there yeah. um to choose from and so people start defining exactly what they want like precisely it's like the person's body weight in kilos cannot be more than their height in centimeters minus 100. I mean, I'm one <laughs> meter yeah. 78, which means I'm not allowed to weigh more than 78 kilos. I mean, I don't know. I didn't look particularly good at 78 kilos. <laughs> but I mean, that's, I mean, that's probably not a, I mean, that's what I weighed before Corona. But my point is, it, it, there are these random sets of rules that people say, and they say they don't want someone femme. And I, and I think that it's more the internalization of that, that people are much more picky and they think they need boxes to put people in to be able to know which way to swipe. Yeah, I completely I agree. Yeah, and like we said with the no fats, um, the, the internet, the online dating makes it just so much more easy to think in those categories and to be, yeah, just, just discriminating. <laughs> Um, one question there for you, actually, for us. Um, if there would be an option on Grinder, for example, to put in no fans or like 
the scale from zero to ten, and like you don't want anyone who says of themselves they're more than six fem or five fem or so. Would you use it? Um, I might, but my 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 reasoning behind it is different. I don't think that I would get on particularly well with someone who self-identifies as 10 on the scale of effeminity. Like I think someone who happens to be very, very feminine, I could probably get on very well with, but someone who says of themselves, I, this is the way I am and I want to be, and self-identifies as the radical end of the scale, I think I would probably find harder to deal with. So how Similarly, about, though, how about other the end? How about a rating system then? So after you have a hookup oh, on Grindr, you can oh. you can then leave, leave a rating from like zero to ten. Like I would say that person was a seven out of ten of feminine. Okay, you've just revolutionized my world. This is not like I don't care about the femininity thing of this. This is how dating should work. Like in like super promiscuous towns like the one I live in. Um, you should just like it's like Airbnb. When you look left the grinder hookup, you get like how happy were you? And then you have like eight categories <laughs> on which you give stars. <laughs> and it's anonymous, but it's anonymous on Airbnb as well. But I used to be an Airbnb host. And you can I mean you get told after 14 days what the stars were. And so you can always correlate it back. And it would be the same with the grinder hookups. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. And then and I'd be like, have like an average of like 3.2 stars on Grinder or something. <laughs> and then you and can't like, get any hookups anymore because everyone's looking at the ratings being like, oh, that's not worth doing. This sounds terrible. <laughs> not worth doing. <laughs> being done by. Um, but uh, no, I, that sounds, I'm so glad. Oh God. If anyone from Grinder is listening, do not listen please to us. Please don't this do would that. Be very it would be popular, but please don't. Please don't. You have some I ethics. I just wanted to ask that to see if people would actually use it, but I think they would. I don't want it implemented. Listeners, tweet at us at, at Prosecco Penis on Twitter. Obviously, if you're tweeting, don't try and tweet at us on Instagram. It won't work. Um, and let us know what your thoughts are. Would you use this kind of rating system? And would you use a no femme category? on Grindr to select, pre-select the amount of people around you. I think it's fascinating. I think people shouldn't, but I think they would. So I have a question for you, Percy. Now you just put me on a scale of six for femininity. Mm -hmm. Where do you put yourself on that scale? I would say, and I'm cheating now. <laughs> um, I'm I'm a fluid three to six. Okay, and you said I'm a fluid four to six. Yes. On yeah. average, you're probably a tiny bit more femme than I am. Working with like general societal <laughs> definitions of what femme means and is, but. Yes. The interesting thing, though, is and that I am so much more effeminate in camp around you than I am, say, at work. And it's not because I'm putting on a show at work, and I'm not putting a show on around you either. 
it's just I feel that I I compartmentalize my life a little bit, and I'm different around my family as well. It, but they're all genuine sides of me. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? I, I completely agree with that. Though I had a conversation with a friend of mine who saw me with a different circle of friends before, um, and she then came to me and she was like, you're a completely different person. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm the same person. I just have like other parts of me are a bit more pronounced in certain social situations than others. It's just, I know that's just how it is. Yeah. Compartmentalized. And I'm more femme around you. Definitely. Yeah. Although I think we're misusing the term femme. I think, you are femme in the way you look and the way, maybe a little bit the way you act, but I think we're talking more camp. <laughs> I think we're just like, like we're like camp, right? We I are mean, very camp. We, we are, we can be a 10 out of 10 on campness. Yeah, I'm definitely sometimes a 10 out of 10, particularly when I've drunk and I'm around you. It, it, it just feels like a unicorn has raped me and has like come glitter up my ass. And at the same time, unfortunately, a glitter cannon exploded in my face. Well, that's how your makeup usually looks when you're in drag. Just like a glitter cannon exploding in your face. Oh, we talk about drag. How we talk about drag twice today. It's like, we met, like, when was the last time we did drag? It was like a year ago. Yeah. Isn't that sad? Well, there's like this a, whole pandemic been... going on. Well, that's true. I forgot about that. Speaking of things that we haven't done for a long time, um, are we talking worry. about you sex like again? <laughs> no, we're not. We're talking about musicals. Ooh, um, yeah. Better than sex. I thought that would be excellent. Better than sex. <laughs> well, honestly, maybe. sometimes. So I saw the film. It came out just before Christmas, called Prom, which is a Broadway musical turned super film with the likes of Nicole Kidman and the queen, the goddess, Meryl Streep. Hello. So uh, underrated. <laughs> now, but I, it reminded me, I haven't seen a musical live since before the pandemic and I haven't seen a lot of musical films either, but watching prom, it just made me happy. It just, I just sat there and thought 2020 hasn't been as shit as I thought it was. Um, the power of musical theater. Yeah, it's it's amazing. What I mean, how does it make you feel? I I well, <laughs> depends on the. I haven't seen prom, no. But how it makes me feel it depends on the musical. When I watch Anna Lemise and it's empty chairs at empty tables, I'm in tears, <laughs> and then I'm bored because I, everything afterwards is boring. But sorry, Lemise. Yes, I hate Lemise. Honestly, I love- I, I've seen or three times because each time I can't believe that my former self judged it so differently to the rest of humanity. I, abso- I, mean, I absolutely love it up until the end when it feels like they had to bring in 10 more songs even though the story was already over. But no, I love I love it. And empty chairs, well, like empty tables. Oh no. Cats. no. cats, the story finishes before it starts. I hate cats. Cats is disgusting, should never have existed. And the only good thing that came out of it is memories. 
Cats is the Donald Trump of musicals. He said it, and it's true. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. What's your I favorite musical? That. Your absolute favorite Ooh. musical. I can't believe I raised the subject of musicals and didn't decide an answer before. Um, it's rent. Can I do a it's one? rent, isn't it? It's rent. Isn't it rent? So, my top five musicals would definitely include Rent, because Rent is phenomenal, and who doesn't love a depressing 80s AIDS crisis uh, musical? Um, and who doesn't break into song when one song glory comes onto your uh, onto your earphones when you're walking down the street? <laughs> who doesn't love Rent? Uh, one song glory, Seasons of Love. I love being in a room with you, Percy, when the first note of Seasons of Love comes on, because it doesn't Aww. matter where you are in the room, you will for me and I will look for you and our eyes will cross after this one note and we'll both say ah and everyone will be like you're in different places of the room and you both said ah what happened and we're like it's seasons of love and like how did you know that from one note because we do because, because awesome. we do and if you don't you shouldn't be our friend <laughs> like seriously exactly. I mean... we have no friends and that uh, is always genuine. It's always, always genuine. It's just such a beautiful song. It is. It is. So, Rent, uh, back to me. Um, the producers, who doesn't love <laughs> the story of Hitler retold as a all singing, all dancing extravaganza. Uh, it's politically incorrect, but wonderful. Speaking of which, Book of Mormon, uh, also politically incorrect, but wonderful. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, I have a soft spot, I must say, for Greece. Now, I do know that Greece, <laughs> the pictures it portrays of men, of women, <laughs> of, I mean, almost any topic you could raise, Greece is problematic to a D. Well, well as a woman, you just have to completely change yourself to get the man you want. Well, I mean, I've tried. And then your car tries suddenly. I'm still sing I'm still single. Um, no, I've never tried changed myself that much for a guy. Um, honestly, if Danny Zuko were in my life, I'd definitely wear leather. Um, and I'm definitely not into leather normally. Um, now, um, yes, away from Olivia Newton-John and her tight trousers. Although I'm sure Percy would love to remain with Olivia Newton-John and her tight trousers. Let's I get still have physical. Physical. Um, oh, I really don't want to say my last one because then I can't add any extra. Mm -hmm. but I, Come on, three, two, I mean, one. Wicked. Ooh. And mostly because of the song Defying Gravity. It's just so breathtaking. It is. I agree. Now, me, what's your favorite musical? Uh, uh, um. I love Hadwig and the Angry Inch. Oh, so good. Oh my gosh, that was so good. I was so annoyed. I, I'm really sorry, listeners, if that was a loud bang. I hit the, mute, the microphone off my table. Oh, wow. <laughs> this That's is what Hadwig and the Angry Inch does to people. Um, I would say Rent as well. I would say Rocky Horror. Oh no, Definitely. I forgot Rocky Horror. Um... I would, I, it's, it's so Speaking over. Of Rocky Horror. Yes. Speaking of Rocky Horror. So Percy and I 
I have been to Rocky Horror a couple of times, dress up all beautifully glam uh, in drag. And one time we took my little brother with us for a little bit of a cultural experience. Um, and he was wonderful about it. Like uh, we were running with our high heels to catch the bus, et cetera. And he just like carried our purses. Um, but uh, I recently on the radio, uh, over Christmas, Rocky Horror Picture Show came on and he looked at me and was like, oh my gosh, it's Rocky Horror Picture Show. I was like, yay, next time you come and visit me, we need to go. And he's like, uh, I think I'm still getting over the last time with Percy and you. <laughs> so, uh, mm. It takes its toll on the <laughs> inexperience. Um, what else did I say? I said Rocky Horror, Hedwig, Rent, um, I have to say Hamilton, even if it's overdone, overused, I don't care. It's brilliantly written and absolutely phenomenal. And Lin-Manuel Miranda is a genius. I liked it. I maybe even loved it, but I, it didn't make me hot and sweaty. Oh, it did. It did. Yeah, I can't. Just hearing burn or it's quiet uptown i'm i'm shattered broken for days beautiful um i love musicals what else what else so many ones avenue q so cute everyone's a little bit racist sweeney todd another favorite demon barber really? fleet street yes i like the music i like the portrayal of Sweeney Todd. Brilliant. So many good ones. Yeah, that's true. There are a lot of good musicals. <laughs> in high school, I was also in some musicals. Definitely the highlight of my musical career was not being Danny Zuko, although that was pretty good. It was being Jesus in Jesus Christ Superstar. And that moment where I was lashed 38 times and then nailed to a cross, which was like four meters high, covered in blood and nothing but like a small little loincloth. I'm just like thinking back, I was like, those were the days. You're just like people lashing you and like nailing you to a cross. Like you didn't even have to go on grinder to get it. You wish. <laughs> I think we've milked this cow to fruition. We did. We did. I don't know. Audience question time. Oh yes. Chris, give it Clapham. to me now. Give it to me. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chris from Clapham. Um, Chris from Clapham asks, why am I saying Clapham so often? It feels like it's gone weird. Clapham, Clapham. Ooh. Uh, ooh, I feel like I'm clapping for the health services. That was so long ago, though. We only did that for like a couple of weeks, didn't we? Yeah. And then they well, negotiated pay and no one said yes. I'd have said yes, but I also don't pay a lot of tax. <laughs> it's not because I'm rich. <laughs> not because I'm rich, dear listeners. Um, now, Chris from Clapham says, what kind of music do you like listening to during sex? Good one, Chris. Oh, very good one. Would you like to go first, Percy, or me? No, I can go first. Um, I Let me put it that way. I wouldn't put on music, especially for sex. Like, I wouldn't, like, 
mid making out knowing oh this is happening now be like stop stop a second i first have to put on my humpy dumpy playlist now that's that's not how so cute a humpy dumpy playlist it's the first thing that came to my mind afterwards um no that's not what i would do but i also don't mind music in the background like if music is already playing i actually kind of like it question though what kind of genre because i would then like something along the electronic line to have like a nice steady beat <laughs> like a solid 120 beats per minute or something like that something to i don't know get inspired by 20 beats a minute yeah fuck <laughs> you oh, fuck him um no one's no one is buying that should have gone for 90 beats a minute um now so see i have a playlist on spotify which i maybe do or don't put on um is it called um, humpy dumpy <laughs> it's not but i'm gonna rename it should it, be. it should be if I rename it, listeners, I will share it. Um, don't hold your breath. Um, I'm not very good with technology. As we know, don't mention the Christmas debacle. Um, there is a playlist and it's like it's like smooth and a little bit jazzy and like quiet. And it's very sensual. Um, Ooh, Chicago. So- good musical. All that jazz. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yes, Chicago is also an excellent musical. Thanks for that. Um, but I, I also don't mind sex. Uh, sorry, I don't mind music during sex. I definitely don't mind sex. You don't mind sex. It's been so long. Um, but yes, music during sex is fine. I don't want it to be anything which reminds me of, I don't know things I don't want to be thinking about. I don't want to be reminded of my mum or my ex or that kind of stuff, preferably. Um, but I don't need anything particularly rhythmic. I'm, I'm pretty good at setting my own rhythm. You rebel. Apply on Twitter, at Prosecopianus. Just kidding, I'm not pimping myself out over Twitter. Although I have <laughs> recently found out this is what Twitter is mostly used for, porn. Um, don't ask how I found out. It's a really boring story. That's why you didn't ask. <laughs> okay. You didn't tell me. We have me, time so. for one more. Yeah, we have time for one more. <laughs> Actually, okay. Cut the audience question. We'll talk about Twitter. So, I think that this actually might have to be cut, but I'm going to tell it anyway, just in case. So, should we do Michelle from Toronto? I mean, I'm not going to do Michelle from Toronto, but you may. Uh- um, I'm in a relationship, I won't do her, but I will answer her question instead. Oh, oh aren't you sweet slash sickening. Um, Michelle from Toronto. I just noticed Michelle from Toronto is not an alliteration. Michelle, you disappoint. Please move let's, to Michigan. Let's just... <laughs> or to Montreal. Montreal, that's better. It's closer <laughs> in the same country. Go there. Go to Montreal. <laughs> Montreal. Okay, Michelle from we're just gonna say Montreal. Um asks us what would our perfect date be? I assume you don't mean together because that wouldn't be a date. That would just be two bros hanging out, man. 
Carnage. It would be Carnage. Carnage. Also Carnage, yes. Also, it would be... No, well, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Are you triggered me, Michelle? You triggered me. Okay. Uh, my perfect date would be meeting for dinner. Yum. What are you eating? Already... Mm, huh. Him. Italian food. Sausage. Damn, like pizza. Nice, not not pizza. Nice pasta with with a red wine, something like that. Yeah, and then you do the whole lady and the tramp thing where you both. No, that's not. Noodle. No, no, that's not part of the. Fantasy. Both sucking the same noodle. That's literally the story of Grinder. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Um, continue. You've just yes, sucked and, a noodle and drunk some wine. Yeah, and you have a lovely evening, and then you go to a bar because you don't want to like end the date already. So you just start with casual alcoholism and more, a bit more deep conversations and stories and getting to know each other like properly. And then, yeah, you, you just get along nicely. That's the perfect day. That is so sad. Uh, No, it's wonderful, obviously. Um, is that your first date? Are you basically just describing your first date with your boyfriend, just in case he's listening? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> enough. You don't need to answer, Percy. Don't answer. Mm. Also, Percy's boyfriend, if you're listening, why would you do this to yourself and listen to us? You get enough shit of listening to the two of us in real life. There's only so much a man can endure. Trust me, you can enjoy more. Um, anyway, um, this is going in really weird. Why am I speaking through the podcast with Percy's boyfriend? <laughs> I now? don't know. Just tell me your perfect date. My perfect date. I think a perfect date is actually very personal. Um, and it touches on many of the personal issues of the respective people. So if someone said, I'm going to surprise you and does a perfect date for me, um because it's meaningful for us, it could maybe include, for instance, dinner. Because <laughs> I like my food. <laughs> um, but then maybe going to the theatre. And then afterwards, having a sort of an intellectual masturbation about the play. Before you then um, have a literal masturbation. Well, no, hopefully it'll be more than mutual <laughs> masturbation. Hopefully I'll get to sort of ding-dong. Um... um but um yeah no i i would like to think after the theater while we're having this intellectual masturbatory we'd be walking through the park um and chatting and then we go to a bar i i guess basically it's exactly the same thing that you said just i interjected theater which honestly dinner theater and the bar it sounds really stressful it sounds like it's past my bedtime so <laughs> Sounds like a very long day, yes. Speaking of which, um, dear listeners, it's been a long day. Um, this wasn't a date. <laughs> None of us felt it. <laughs> There's no chemistry here. <laughs> so, on that note, join Swipe us again left. next episode. Swipe left. <laughs> Swipe right, bitches. Always swipe right. You can always unmatch later. This is the voice of desperation. Join us again next episode to drink, digress, and be desperate.
I'm Dante. I'm Percy. Bye. Goodbye.